It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Reds at one time had a six to nothing lead in this game. And now the payoff again to Aguilar and a swing and a miss. He struck him out. And this one belongs to the Reds. It was not easy, but a win is a win, especially against one of the top contending clubs in the National League Central, the Milwaukee Brewers. The Reds open the big early lead and hang on to post a 9-7 win. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. That is how it sounded. Marty Brenneman, 700 WLW and the Reds radio network as the Reds get a win. And Marty said it best. A win is a win is a win is a win. 9-7 over the Milwaukee Brewers. Reds improve to 57-75 and 75 on the season. Brewers fall to 73-60. and 60. And at one point, like Marty said, 6-0. The Reds got four in the first, two in the second. And then after that, the Brew Crew, well, they chipped away, including four runs in the seventh, one in the ninth. They threatened. The Reds held them off. Uh, The Reds had 14 hits after the nine runs. Nine runs, 14 hits, no errors. The Brewers had seven runs, 11 hits, no errors. Anthony DiScalfani on the mound for the Reds. And I'll be honest with you. I'm a big fan of Disco. That man is playing himself into a big role next year. I, I've already have him into the rotation. He's a, a rotation piece next season. Six and two-thirds, four earned runs, a walk, six strikeouts on 98 pitches. And you might say, well, James, he still gave up four runs still. That, to me, what he's done, he improved the seven and four on the year. What he's done since coming back from an oblique injury after last year being injured, it's great to see. So there's the f- the first thing. Anthony DiScalfani penciling him into the rotation um, and mark it down. That, that's a guy you can build around. That's a guy that can be part of the solution to the problem that is 57 and 75. Moving on, looking for more solutions to the problem. Is Billy Hamilton a solution to the problem? I don't think so, but it sure is fun. To watch him and listen to him do things like this. Here's Billy Hamilton, courtesy of Tom Nichols, who was filling in on the Reds broadcast yesterday for a couple of innings. Here's Billy Hamilton doing Billy Hamilton things. Pratt stands in, ground ball through the middle, base hit city field. Aguilar's in, Shaw's being waved in. Hamilton's throw home is in time. They get him. Shaw out at home. Hamilton, an outfield assist. A guy who leads the National League in outfield assists picks up another. Billy Hamilton. That is number 12 of the year for Billy. Will someone get that man a gold glove? Someone get that man a gold glove. He needs one. Billy Hamilton, 12 outfield assists this year. Obviously, we know the ground he covers as well. And uh, that man... He deserves a gold glove this year. I'm not sure he's a part of the solution. I think if I'm the Reds, I would move on from him. He did have two hits yesterday, though. His average up to 236. Scored a run, was two for five on the night. And a guy that, I got to be honest, just keeps hitting. Scooter Jeanette, just when I thought he was going to fall off too much and maybe not win the National League batting crown, well, now he's number one in batting average in the National League. He's hitting 313. Scooter Jeanette went three for four yesterday, two RBIs, 
Those RBIs came on this. Right-hander sets, check second pitch. Line drive down the right field line. That's going to be extra bases. Williams will score. Here comes Peraza. Roll the way around. The ball goes in the right field corner. That is a triple for Jeanette. 9-6 Reds. And that, to me, I, the difference of the game. <laughs> That's the difference in the game yesterday. Scooter Jeanette coming up clutch in the seventh inning, bottom seven. By the way, on yesterday's podcast, I don't know why I said they were in Milwaukee. I don't know why I said that. I take it back. They're at Great American Ballpark. But, believe it or not, that's the game winner. Makes it 9-6. The Brewers get a run. You heard how it ended. And the Reds improve improve to 57-75. and 75. Look, even though they're losing, baseball's the type of sport. And I was on my fair share of losing teams in high school. Uh, baseball's the sport that if, if you go out there, you get a win. It's fun. Like, it is fun. And football... I don't really – I guess since there's only 16 of them, like in the NFL, you, you you take joy in that too. But let's say you went to Great American Ballpark yesterday. It had to be fun to be there. Now, you might have been nervous at some point, especially when the Brewers cut it to 7-6 in the 7th uh, before Scooter Jeanette did just that and, and extended the lead. But it was a fun game to watch. And that is the type of stuff that gives – I think a lot of people hope. I mean, yesterday, look, who's going to be part of the solution? Anthony Discofani certainly could be. I think Scooter Jeanette's going to get a three, I'll say three-year extension. He had three hits. Eugenio Suarez had two hits yesterday. He's certainly part of the solution. Scott Shebler came back, and he had an RBI, even though he didn't have any hits. Uh, Philip Irvin had a hit and a couple RBIs, could be part of the solution. Tucker Barnhart had a hit. I mean, some of these guys that are certainly part of the solution about a, a part of the long-term plans, they're contributing. So if you're a Reds fan, that is the exciting part. Now, I've ranted and raved about ownership. I've ranted and raved about Sal Romano and, and the move there. I can't do that anymore. I can't. I'm not going to keep doing that to you. At least I'm not going to do it today because that would be back-to-back-to-back days. Instead, I'm going to discuss what the Reds announced yesterday, which – the Reds, they announced that they're going to switch up the rotation a bit. Matt Harvey on the mound tonight, tomorrow, Cody Reed. I will discuss both pitchers as we roll on. I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked On Reds podcast. All right, let's dive into it here. The Reds, they take on the Brewers tonight at Great American Ballpark. First pitch, 7-10. And, and to me... Matt Harvey's on the mound, and the interest of what Harvey does is kind of gone. I, I know that sounds bad because you, you want the team to win, and I'm, I certainly i am rooting for the team, and, and fans are rooting for the team, and it's better to get wins. But Matt Harvey, the fun part about watching him was, oh, is he going to do good enough to build his trade value? Well, that's done now. <laughs> it's done now. He's 6-7 and seven with a 4.77 earned run average. What's exciting about that? Because he played for the Mets? Because he's got a cool nickname. The interest, my interest in Matt Harvey has dropped off a significant amount. And that stinks. Doesn't it? Doesn't that stink? Like, to me, the, the exciting part with Harvey was to see where he was going to end up, to see what they were going to get for him, and how much of, tra- how much of his trade value could they rebuild. Because it was in the tank, in the toilet, when he was with the Mets. That's why they got him for Devin Masarocco. And... Since then, he's pitched okay. 
But has he pitched well enough to get excited about him being on the mound? No. Uh, are people going to watch Matt Harvey? Like when Johnny Cueto was here, it was like, oh, Johnny Cueto's on the mound tonight. Let's go. Bronson Arroyo's on the mound tonight. Let's go. Matt Latos. There was a time where it was like, Matt Latos is on the mound. He's going to be dealing. Mike Leake, good pitcher. Is Matt Harvey any of those guys? I- I'm serious. Is Matt Harvey any of those guys? I'm not even sure Matt Harvey at this stage in his career is, in fact, I know he's not. He's not as good as Homer Bailey was before his extension. And so I'm not excited about that. I'm not excited about the possibility of potentially retaining him. And he's going up against Freddie Peralta, who's got a 4.02 earn run average, 6-4 and four on the year. Who knows what happens tonight? It'd be great to see the Reds win. But Matt Harvey, eh, interest kind of gone. <laughs> My interest in Harvey itself, and he's certainly pitching better this year than he did last year. He had a 6.7 earned run average. Gave up 69 earned runs last year in 92 innings. This year, he's only given up 65 earned runs in 122 innings. So things are dropping. His strikeouts are up. I see why people are, are excited. I see the, uh, the, the reason and the logic behind it. I'm also like, eh. you were supposed to trade him. I don't want to re-sign Matt Harvey. I don't know anyone, honestly, who looks at it logically and thinks, oh yeah, Matt Harvey should be here next year. He will be 30 before he throws a pitch next season. It's not like he just got up here. He's pitched years and years and years and years and years. He pitched in the majors in 2012, 2013, 2015, 2016, 2017, this year. It's not like he's a young 30. Matt Harvey's a very old 30. So keeping him around, pass. I don't want to. What I am interested in is who's on the mound Thursday for the Reds, and it's a 1235 first pitch. So uh, tomorrow we will have a podcast following um, following that game, probably because it's, it's weird when there's a 1235 game because I don't want to record the podcast while the game's going on. So likely going to have to hold the podcast off until Friday morning as far as uh, a recap of what happened Thursday goes. Uh, but Cody Reed going to be on the mound. The Reds announced that yesterday. Cody Reed going to be on the mound Thursday, tomorrow, against Wade Miley. Reed comes in with an 0-1 record, a 3.68 earned run average. Wade Miley, 2-2 two two on the season with a 2.32 earned run average. And then that means Homer Bailey will put up his his awesome 1-12 record up and uh, <laughs> will pitch against St. Louis. And then Luis Castillo, scheduled to be on the mound Saturday. Anthony DiScafani will pitch Sunday. Castillo is going to pitch tomorrow. And instead, they moved him to Saturday so Cody Reed could get up here and, uh, and pitch. So we'll see what happens. I'm interested in it. Look, he's young. Could he be a piece? Th- that's what I'm looking at at this stage. They're 57 and 75. Can you be a piece? I want to see. Can you be a piece of the future? I want to see. What about you? What about you? Which about- that's what it, this is about. That's what the final 31 games are about. And if you disagree, I'm sorry. I, I just think it's pretty obvious. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. This is the only daily Reds podcast out there. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and LockedOnReds.com. My guy Jeffrey Carr writing daily at LockedOnReds.com. Thank you so much for listening today on Twitter, at James Rapine, at LockedOnReds, by the way, on Twitter. Close to 500 follows. Help me get, get them there. Get the, the Twitter handle there. Get us there. By the end of the day today, I'm James Rapine. Thanks for listening. Back at it tomorrow on the Locked On Reds Podcast. 
Hey Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.